Hi, and welcome back to yet another episode on the Lenten series. So I don't know how y'all are feeling, but I can't believe we are like week two of Lent. I feel like I haven't even absorbed that one week of Lent has passed by. And I'm so, so glad and so uh, privileged to have like Clara with me here. I'm just so amazed that she's with me on this journey. Thank you so much, Clara. And I don't know how, you know, Lent has been for you so far. Last week, we were like going into the desert. I feel like I'm already in the desert. I feel mm-hmm. like I've been in the desert for some time, you know, and nice. something that's been like weighing on my mind, I'm not sure about you, it's like, <gasps> have you gone for confession? Oh dear. <laughs> that's all this super ominous, like, have you confessed? <laughs> yes, have you confessed your sins in the presence of a priest? <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> Is that a legitimate question? Are you asking me if I have confessed? Oh yeah, oh yes, I have. Oh yes, I am asking you that, yes, I am. Nice. I am glad to announce before this recording, I have gone for confession. So I'm squeaky clean. But I'm excited for this episode. Let's just say that when Nicole told me episode two is going to be about confession, I'm like, yes, love it. I've learned to love it, used to hate it, but you know what? That's what, gonna, what we're going to talk about today. Right, Nicole? Yes, yes, definitely. I, I feel a bit paisy because uh, I'm that person who has not managed to get a slot for confession or has been procrastinating but I'm just so happy that you have gone for confession praise God (laughs) Clara please tell us all about it and then I will you know share my interesting experience also yeah with confession hopefully the goal of this episode is that you will go and sign up for confession right after this okay la okay la I cannot peer pressure okay healthy peer pressure this is about a comfortable yeah. spiritual friendships guys this is what that's we are mean right. yeah, I feel dragging motivated. her to heaven yo that's oh, right oh dragging me I know drag right. is a big word but yes that's I'm getting right. you there <laughs> you're getting me there okay we are pressing on yes <laughs> yeah but I think as I was saying before right I used to really I think hate's a very strong word it's more like I dreaded going for confession I think when I was younger, right, I would only go to confession when it was like penitential service. So that means it's only when it's like the you. big seasonal stuff in the church, right? I'm like, okay, I guess I need to go because my whole family is going, right? Yeah. I think at that time, I just felt like confession was just me remembering all the bad things that I've ever done, right? And just revealing it to, to some dude that, <laughs> I mean, some dude being the priest, but at that moment, okay, I really felt I like I was just revealing it to some dude and that's it. And yes. it just rinse and repeat every season. And I felt so annoyed that I had to do it because like, I just felt so much shame. Like every single time, I just felt so much shame and guilt, right? Because I'm like, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I keep doing it. I keep doing it. And I, as, as much as like, the priest says, I absorb you from your sin, I'm like... Is it though? Because like, I don't feel much better. I, I mean, feel like I'm I the same that. as I did before confession. So I'm just like, what's the point of it all? That's how I remember one penitential service, right? I just told my mom, I'm like, I don't want to go. I'm not going. And she was like, you have to go because it's like an obligation for us, right? And I'm like, I don't want to. And then we had this like mini standoff and I won wow. up. But, but did wow. I really win? Did I do? <laughs> so I just felt so bad. Why, why are you fighting the spirit, yeah. yeah, why am I fighting my mother also? Yeah, why are you fighting your mother, man? I guess I felt so bad on so many accounts, right? And I'm like, this is why I don't like confession. I felt like I, I was forced to do it and I never felt good out of it. But then like, I think everything, is, I think it's like, that's the amazing thing about having your perspective changed. I think like after meeting God, right? <laughs> meeting God as if I died and saw God. I mean like after encountering God in like yes. a very like intimate manner, right? I felt like the way I viewed confession totally changed. Like now... I think if past Clara saw me going to confession every single month now, right? There's going to be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but I feel very blessed. I think because like after 
recognizing that God truly wants to meet us, truly wants, truly wants to reveal himself to us, right? Because he loves us that much. That's why he gave us the sacraments. In every single sacrament, you're able to encounter him in some tangible way. And that is exactly what the sacraments of penance is to us as well. And I think when I realized that, like my brain finally got it, right? A part of me is just so elated to go for confession now. Yeah, so it's like the recent confession that I went to, right? I think like I went in there and it's the same thing. I said all my usual habitual sins. I think it's not much the same. It's not much, not much difference between like my confession this month and the month before. But I feel like every single time I go for confession now, right? It feels like I've won a mini victory. Like, I think... Amen, amen. Yeah, it's it like... A victory. Exactly, like, as much as you keep falling, right, I think the good thing is, like, I think, like, all the positive thinkers are like, yeah, when you fall, just get back up. I'm like, yeah, okay, honestly, it's true. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, yeah. I use, right? It's just, yeah, like, totally. when, when I fall now, it's not like, a, oh, man, I'm stuck, I'm on the floor, I'll never get up. It's more of like, a, you know what, it's fine, I'm gonna just stand up, brush it off, and, like, try again. And I think there's something so liberating about it. Yeah, but I think the best part of confession is just knowing that I have a father who doesn't hold my sins against me. Like, he's just there and he's just super happy that I'm there. He's just like, girl, I know you fell. I know at one point you wanted to run away from me. But I'm so glad that you're in this room right now. And you have chosen to, like, meet me once again instead of going, like, you know what? I don't need God. No one can save me because, like, I'm a loser and I suck. (laughs) Instead, I just chose to believe that, yeah, my dad loves me. Even if I messed up a big time, I can always go back to him and be like, hey, dad, I messed up. And he's like, I know. But I'm just like, yeah, but I'm here. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's great. Let's talk about it. I think that's the thing. It's the whole, like, let's talk about it, which I really like. Uh, It's just knowing my dad is there for me. I love it. I love that, that openness that you're talking about. You know, the fact that he always has his arms like open to us. Like, it reminds me of like, I think Abiding Together, there was one podcast where they had, um, they were looking at a book study, I think, like Return of the Prodigal Son by Henry Newman. Mm, and nice, I nice. actually, yeah, did I didn't even know that actually there's like a sort of replica painting in the church that I attend near the Reconciliation Chapel. I didn't know that because usually I'm just blind and totally don't see anything when I go to the church. You know, when you know you're just like in your little you're in your little own world, right? And then you're just sitting down yeah. there and you're like, okay, I'm gonna start, you know, I'm gonna say some prayers and I'm gonna look at the people around me, that's about it. But because of the yeah, sorry, and then go home, right? That's it. And then like I think over the past couple of months, because of circuit breaker, so there's like less people, right? in the church so then your your eyes will start to wander you know before the mass starts because you have to come early right you have to go and scan and everything and then I was like is that Rembrandt like a Rembrandt painting in the church what's happening here and then I'm like I think this is just God's message man like you know it's obviously I've been running away I'm the prodigal son running away running far far away and trying to be as far away from confession as possible I used to have like a like a like a fear okay of confession I'd be like Nicole, I can't even remember what I'm supposed to say. Okay, the priest is going to judge me. I had all these kind of strange thoughts running through my mind. And I remember, like, there was one time I was inside the confessional, right? And then, like, the priest was, like, super understanding. It's like, when is the last time? Because you have to say, when is the last time, right? So we went. And then the best part is that if you can't remember, that's a bit of a concerning thing. But then, I mean, for me, to me as a, as a person, it was, like, concerning. Then after that, when I, when I heard what you were saying, right, I was like, okay, I think God doesn't really find it as concerning as I think it's concerning. You know, I'm the one who's thinking that it's concerning when it's actually not a big problem. He's just happy to be, he's just happy that I'm there. He's just happy that I've returned to him, right? And basically wants to, you know, kind of make amends to repent and to be 
to sorry be to be sorry like, I think for the things that I've done. And that really actually uh really spoke to me what you were saying about how we always have a father who welcomes us. And this is a very interesting thing I'm going to talk about, okay? But I'm sure you know this show that I've been watching, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. I love BBC drama, Sherlock, ETC, totally my jam. Oh, I don't know why I love British sh- dramas. Yeah. Sherlock and, is amazing. Okay, sidetracked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sidetracked. Sherlock, oh, beautiful. And I was watching this show called Fleabag. So it's basically uh, a story about a woman, you know, and then she makes friends with a priest. Let's not go into that part too much. But the most interesting, that's just not, that's for another episode, okay? And you know, about, you know, uh, male and female friendships and things like that. Okay, but the very striking image that she had, you know, this scene, right, is where Fleabag herself is actually inside in a confessional. So she's kind of boxed in. You know, like the, the shot is actually just go, looking right into the confessional box. So it's actually a very intimate scene. And Fleabag, usually she's very like self-assured. She knows that, you know, she knows what she's doing. She runs a cafe, things are okay. And she's been running so long on her own energy, right? That she realized that now she's actually has no more energy left. She's just so tired. So when she's finally in this very private space of the confessional, right? She actually cries out and says, just tell me what to do. You know, and that honest cry, right? Really resonated with me because I feel that I've been there before as well. I just want the Lord to tell me, what is it you want me to do? I'm here already. I'm really broken down. All of the walls I have have been broken down. And I'm ready to hear what you have to say to me. And I think that vulnerability is so raw and so beautiful. I was so surprised right, that this was a, excuse me, a secular show. Okay. And I was like, oh my goodness, Nick, you're finding God in everything. Beautiful things are happening. You know, and, and it's just so uncanny that this is the kind of places, right? where you actually encounter the idea of confession. So do you know what? No, actually, uh, I was trying to think as, uh, I was really trying not to think about confession. And then mm. it just so happened, I was watching Fleabag. And then it was oh, this amazing. scene. And then oh, I was like, God. and I was like, what is this? I, I wanted to stop right. it. I, I wanted to stop the show. I was like, no, 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 no. We're not going there. We're not going there. And then <laughs> the show is like, you know, it's just right in front of your face. Like you can't even run away. I mean, I'm so sorry, Fleabag. I mean, I love the show, but like, you know, when, when the scene is so deeply affecting to you on a personal level, it really hits you in a new way. Yeah. And I think what I really saw from that is that vulnerability and the fact that, you know, even sometimes when we have like a lot of defenses, right? All he wants us is just to come as we are. I mean, mm, that reminds me yeah. of a, a Crowder song, by the way. <laughs> One of those oh, worship yes, yes, songs. Yes. Yeah, you know, oh, like, that song makes me cry. Yes, yes that's the oh, one. Oh my gosh, tears, tears. Yeah, exactly. and yeah, I mean, I, I think that that really, really spoke a lot to me. You know, the idea of coming as you are and your therapies. Yeah, like, that, how do you feel about that, man? Wow. I don't know, it just reminds me of like another encounter I had during confession, right? So I'm the type of person where like before I go for confession, I usually, yeah, like we do the same thing, which is I like, pray about it, ask the Holy Spirit what's like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> oh my god! I would totally. to like list it down. Like I would, I would type it in my notepad app on my phone, right? And oh, then so I'll bring it to day. confession. Thank oh you, thank gosh. you. Wow, my charisms is administration. <laughs> I, yeah. I remember say. in JC, I did this and I brought my phone to the confession and the moment I opened my phone, my whole notes was gone and I'm like, I forgot everything. This is the oh worst confession gosh. ever. <laughs> yeah, but for this particular experience, right, I did the same thing. I brought my phone in, all my sins were listed out, depending if I'm mm. organized, maybe it's according to like the seven deadly sins or whatever. 
So I was pretty good. I felt pretty good. Like, okay, you know what, God, I'm coming to you, super organized. I'm going to do the best profession of my life. Yeah, wow. So, like, oh, hey, these are the competitions, I... yeah. <laughs> I want to be a better person, Nicole, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, I totally know. It I get starts, you, I get it you. It starts at the beginning of confessions, yeah. So I, that's me. I entered the room with my phone and I'm like, hey, my last confession was like a month ago and these are my sins and I listed everything off my phone, basically. And I was like, yeah, good job, Clara. You went through it. You said every single thing. Like, you are squeaky clean now. But then the thing the father told me, right, was like, I think next time, right, you don't need to write everything down. Yeah, in confession, you don't need to write things down. You just need to pray to the Holy Spirit. And like, just for me, say then. <laughs> Good to know. Hope for everybody. You don't need to be organized. Yes, totally. But I think what struck me was just that, first of all, I'm like, why, why are you saying, man? I feel kind of like offended that you didn't think I prayed beforehand. Like you didn't think <laughs> I, I, I asked the Holy Spirit like, hey, tell me what's up, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like after I kind of like, okay, I cooled down a bit and I thought about it. I guess I finally understood what he meant. I think like, you know, the previous episode, we're talking about self-control, right? Yes. I realized that the way I prepare for confession is exactly the same. Like I tend to find control in my own sin. Like I have to make sure I'm organized first before I go to, before the Lord. You know what I'm saying? I need to make I sure totally that I look good. Yeah. So that at least when God sees me, he's like, oh Clara, you like you look like a slump, like a like a terrible person. I'm just like, oh no, God, let me at least wear my nicer clothes so that I come to you. So it's like yes. decent. Yeah. Right. But that's the thing, God doesn't care. If anything, God really just wants you to go there as you are, like we were saying, right? Yeah. And just confess. So it doesn't need to have a format, although like the church does give us a format, especially for those who are newly baptized or confirmed or who have never gone for confession. But I think once you get a hang of it, right, and once you deepen your relationship with God, it really just reaches a point where like, you're really just talking to your father. It's like the same oh thing, like suffered, I offended you, right? Yeah. It's not like I need to write down in my notepad what I did wrong to you. Instead, oh I just gosh, come to yeah. you and I'm like, totally Nicole, man. remember that one time I said this to you, I feel so bad about it. Can you forgive me? Right? Yeah. And I think that's exactly what confession is, is you really don't need to prep yourself. You don't need to organize yourself to go before the Father. You just need to be with the Father, right? That's why yeah. I think one thing someone told me, right? It's like, stop doing and just start Okay, this is a weird gra- grammar, but like stop doing and stop being. <laughs> but it's, it, like, it's yeah, not bad grammar. I say person, that all the right? time. Yeah, I told. I say oh, that all the time. Thank you. Reassurance. Yeah. 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 Don't do. Just be. Just be in the presence of God and just accept His mercy. But I think that's the thing we're talking about, right? Sometimes we just can't accept His mercy. Also, we feel exactly. like we have to do something just to accept His mercy, which He just. He kind of just wants to throw it at us. He's like, here's my mercy. But like, no, it's too much. I'm not worthy. But that's the thing. He just wants to give it to us. <laughs> oh my right? gosh. Yeah. I, I think we, we have like a very big problem with, right, accepting gifts. Especially free gifts. You know, sometimes gifts, right, we think, oh, reciprocal. You give me something, right. I can give you something in return, right? And when the Lord just mm-hmm. gives you this like unmerited, you know, mercy and grace, you know, like, where is this coming from? I'm feeling dubious, skeptical. What does God want from me, huh? <laughs> okay, does he want me to give him something here? I think yeah, we've sus, all been... super sus. <laughs> yeah, we're super sus, you know, we're like, this is like imposter, you know, like we're playing the game and like, something's not right, Cluedo, you know, whatever game we're playing, right? And we are just always suspecting him and we think mm. that, you know, he's, you know, that there's a catch to it. We always think there's a catch, unfortunately. Mm. So we don't, you know, we don't have that, that sort of like, you know, boundless trust, you know, in his mercy and the fact that he wants to forgive us. And I really like what you were saying, eh? you know, how we want to go to confession, right? And today we go and make sure we comb our hair and everything looks all right and everything is like in order. Wow, I yeah. think our desire for order is the thing that sometimes stumbles us and prevents mm. us from actually getting closer to the Father. 
because we think that we have to, you know, reach a certain stage or kind of get everything together, well prepared. And then I think for you, you bring your phone. For me, I'm another kind of person. I don't bring anything. So maybe I'm just like all over and trying to organize myself, you know, and trying to figure out what exactly, uh, you know, what, what sins have I committed? Sometimes I'm like, what is this called? Not sure. And, you know, I might even go into confession and maybe have to like seek clarification. Uh, from the learned person on the other side of the confessional, say, uh, Father, is this a sin? You know, that kind of thing. And I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just finding it so interesting that they just entertain what I'm saying sometimes. Uh, and I think that's exactly what the Lord does. He entertains us. He knows Hello. that, you know, we are, we are, we are being little, we are being quite frivolous. Okay? We're being attached to these kind of things. And we think that, wow, you know, I can control, I can control my life down to the T, you know, I will go at this time and I will say these things. But actually when we get there, right, everything changes once we actually view it as and something very beautiful you say it's not like a it's not like a procedure right or like something that I have to do I have to follow steps a b and c even though yes you know we do have a proper sort of like step-by-step uh format like to help us along but like viewing it less as like a chore like a procedure or an appointment for worse is when we think it's an appointment okay appointment ah, okay very good the confession is coming up you know in half an hour and then that's why we think we need to prepare we think it's like some interview that the god is interviewing us a god is saying so i realized that your discipline records lately haven't been very good (laughs) And I think it's time for that we had a chat. You know, we think that it's this kind of thing, right? It's an appraisal, right? Yeah, we think it's like it. an appraisal. We think that, you know, he, he has like a book or something. He's going to take it out. And like, so, right, according, maybe now he's very advanced. Maybe he has mm. you know, cloud system or whatever, right? We don't know. Nice, nice, he literally nice. cloud system. Do you get that? <laughs> exactly. Get that? Oh, my <laughs> I God. I, I just realized that. Okay. <laughs> cloud system. Good job. Proud you. <laughs> yeah, the clouds. You're in the clouds, right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, tracking all of our, you know, transgressions, whatever. But I think he just really can't be bothered with all those things. He knows. It's not as if he doesn't know. Actually, it's kind of strange. All he wants is just for us to like speak to him in a very honest way, in a very raw way. He doesn't need perfect words, right? Like, mm. uh, Lord, you know, this blah, blah, blah. He just wants to hear us as we are. And he wants us to come as we are. And that is a very comforting thing, I think. And that helps me. I think thank you for that reminder because I'm like, I, uh, I feel like if I never prepare, how, I, how am I supposed to go? Should I even go inside and look for the slot? Or should I just wait first? No, no, I, I was actually uh, semi-inspired. I was like, okay, maybe I should take out my phone now and, and figure it out, man. Go and write it down, maybe somewhere on a piece of paper. But then after I heard <laughs> the little half of your sharing, I was like, hey, actually, not mine, <laughs> it's okay. Lah. I think, you know, wherever I am, I think the more important thing is that he just wants to know that I'm there. And that yeah. I have like I have showed up. I think it's not about you know what happens you know in the confession because it's up to that's between us and him, right? That's a very mm. beautiful thing, right? But more importantly, is just to show up. And the the courage to show up sometimes is well wow, something that we really struggle with because we feel like you know I'm not ready. I shouldn't be there. You know what's happening? And for me, like well wow, you know fear of the whole idea of confession is like, alama, you mean I must say everything ah? Okay, okay, you know that kind of thing. Then like, there's always that fear of judgment I think maybe because of the the world and the society we live in we feel like oh yeah. if I say that I've done something people will look at me in a certain way people will you know prejudge me or they think that you know I I am a certain type of person but the Lord has like he doesn't care man he's like I mean who is Jesus hanging out with everybody I mean and I was saying everybody I'm, I'm sure that you're also a fan of the chosen right Clara Oh, yes, right? yes, yeah, the course. chosen. Yeah, and you know who did he choose? He chose just about everybody. 
right? He mm -hmm. went down to the fisherman. He called everybody over there, right? He called the tax collector. He called Mary Magdalene. He called just about everybody. And people that people, the rest of society actually looked down upon or thought were like, you know, uh, they could never be redeemed and they could never find their way back. But they found mm -hmm. their way back when they met him. Oh my Thank goodness. Yes, they were so chosen. <laughs> And I think like, wow, that's Love such a it. great metaphor for how we are chosen. We are his chosen people, right? That's and that's right. why he chooses us every day and he chooses to forgive us. That's Even right. though we might, you know, behave in some, you know, erratic fashion or think that, you know, oh, I know everything and everything is great. He chooses us. And that is the choice of love, right? Like he can, oh, every, ah, he can choose us. He chooses us all the time. Sometimes we don't choose him. Understandably, we can see the effects of that. And we're like, ah, mm. I'm going I'm to do this. I'm going to do that. And then Len is like a great time to realize what we are choosing over him. Like, am I choosing to do something else instead of going to profession? Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe I was watching Fleabag. I will now go back and reflect and think about it. But yeah, I think this, this beautiful idea of returning to him in mercy, accepting his mercy, and being mm. able to luxuriate in his love. It's so strange that land we always think is this dry, arid period, like the, our previous episode, right? It's like the desert. But actually, it's also a time for us to thrive and to bloom like wildflowers. Yeah. Yeah, I love how you're saying about the whole choosing thing. Because I was just thinking, when we choose to go for confession, right? We're choosing to believe that God's love is truly bigger and stronger than all our fears. And I'm just like, I love it. Because like sometimes when it comes to habitual sins, especially, right? I think for me, Whenever I fall again, I think there was one time where I knew in my brain, like, there was this strong voice telling me, like, don't do it. And I actively just went, get out of here. I'm going to do it because it feels great, right? <laughs> yeah, and I totally. felt like right after I did that, it was so bad. But the thing is that instead of, like, sitting in self-pity like pity and, like, saying, like, oh, man, I will never get up from this again. I will never be able to stop this sin that I have, right? Just me deciding like, you know what, okay, I messed up. And now what's the next thing I need to do? I'm going to choose to go back to my father, right? And I go for confession. I think before I would not have done that because like exactly what we were saying. I think we're just scared to, to get judged, but especially since I keep going back with the same sin, right? Yeah, but there's also so much liberation because like right after you do it, right? I feel like it affects everything after that. Like the way I pray, I don't feel like I'm running away from God anymore. It's just like, you know what, hey God, remember the time I sinned, haha, <laughs> jokes, but now I'm back, that kind of thing. So it's a bit more lighthearted. Like it's, yeah. it's so much less self-pity and self-deprecation. And it's so much more of like, you know what, God, I'm going to choose to believe that I am your child. And as your child, I am good. I will always be able to try again because you have already saved me and nothing is going to like, yeah, nothing's going to take that away from me, right? It's just so yeah. liberating. And then we were talking about baggage in the previous episode, right? Yeah. I'm just taking my, my baggage, all my luggages, which I thought I had well packed and stuffed to the fullest, right? I'm just like, God, just take it. I can't, I'm weak, right? And God's yeah. like, yeah, sure. Let me carry it for you. And then you can go on vacation with me. It's just yeah. so great. Oh. That's like the best vacation ever. I don't have to it carry is. my own bags. I mean, yeah, I totally sign up for that. Eh? <laughs> you know, next time they have the, you know, they resume travel or something. I'm going to totally go for that. But I love that metaphor, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think because we are so held back by our baggage, you know, our hurts and wounds, right? And we think, wow, you know, I'm too far gone. Nobody wants to bear my burdens. I'm not worth it. I don't deserve this, uh, you know, love and mercy. And then when he comes along and then you suddenly realize that there's this person who just takes it off your shoulder without a word. 
it's sometimes you know the wordless silence is also his love for us because we think that you know it has to be this loud cacophonous kind of thing coming at us right but sometimes it's just you know that that feeling of peace that we have after confession i'm sure you felt it so many times where you come out you said you i think you were saying something about, like wipe clean man and the slate has been mm. wiped clean scrubby clean but like also in that in that clean right that you are talking about it's also saying that you know your heart has been made new it can be yeah. continually be remade right it's not like okay once the heart is battered and and, and broken down you know that's that's the end of it so like wow then something that came to mind and something that i think we can definitely delve even deeper to into the next episode is the idea of brokenness and yeah. healing these broken areas so like the japanese kintsugui okay i'm, I'm totally pronouncing it wrongly but i think you know what i'm saying right you know what I'm saying? Many of us will know. I got okay, you. I think we you. <laughs> ikigai. Okay, there's this whole Japanese philosophy thing going around, and one of them is basically like then there's broken ceramics, right? Ceramics, and instead of like kind of like harping on the fact that there's broken uh pieces and there's lines, right? They actually like mm. put gold. That means they see right. beauty in that brokenness, and that is like so counterintuitive because we tend to think of like you know this is a damaged goods. You know, once damaged can cannot sell. <laughs> Or something like that, you know, in like the antique shop or whatever, <laughs> or even like the whatever shop or so like you know anything that's fragile, right? And it gets broken, yeah. and then they can't sell it. But that's not true, I think, in God's kingdom, lah. Like He makes yeah. all things new, and I think confession is like one one step in that direction. Like it's a, this beautiful hug that He always has for us. He's like, come, come to me, all you are burdened. I mean, we all feel burdened right now. I mean, let's let's be real burden and weary right and he wants to give us rest and he wants us to rest in the knowledge that we are loved no matter what we have done no matter how we feel yeah. about it yeah. and that is such a powerful message yeah and that is something that really really like resonates with me today yeah. i think for any one of those of you who are listening right now who are scared of confession right i think i encourage you to go and read psalm 50 i think that that psalm brought me a lot of like comfort because like, there's one particular verse that talks about how God just wants a humble, contrite heart. Like he doesn't want any fancy sacrifices or like he doesn't want you to kind of like beat yourself up. He really just recognizes that, yeah, you truly want to apologize and he's just glad to see his children come home. Now. So don't be scared of confession. Go ahead and book your confessions now. Look at you, Nicole. Okay, okay, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for totally eyeing me like that, all right? I, I, I yeah. totally get the message, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go home, guys. You know, like how in COVID, they're like, go home, stay home. It's like, yeah, go to your father's house and stay there. Okay, yeah, okay. go and accept his love, guys. Okay, hashtag got the message. Hashtag will return to the father's house. Noted with thanks. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us for this Lantern series. Remember that God is relentlessly pursuing you and we will see you in the next episode